The following program contains advice and statements that are the opinion of the hosts and the hosts alone. It is important to remember that advice given on the show does not constitute therapy and cannot (laughs) replace the fully contextualized one-on-one therapy experience. Your besties girl is preggers. What that means for you. And if you're a dude, you're definitely going to want to stay tuned. Relationship 911 coming right up. And welcome to Relationship 911, where we talk about modern love, hookups, hanging out, and everything in between. I'm your co-host, Dr. Ani, joined in studio by... Dr. Ken. Producer Danny. Self-care specialist, Hannah. Okay, so we're going to have our callers come on here in just a minute. But basically, um, we have a situation where somebody's best friend's girlfriend got pregnant. They're pretty young. Mm. They're younger than 21, I believe. I think there might be around 20, 21. Um, and so a couple things that I want to ask them is somebody gets pregnant these days with all of the things in place to not get pregnant. Do you think that, that the girl got pregnant on purpose? Cause I am hearing of this more and more where women are getting pregnant as a way to kind of like keep, keep a guy. Um, and so, I mean, that's kind of as old as time, but yeah. I feel like I'm hearing about it a lot more. Um, I think it's because there's not as much stigma about getting pregnant for women these days. If you get pregnant and you're single, it's really not that big of a deal. Whereas before it used to be kind of like social suicide. Um, But a lot of times people don't realize that when you or your significant other gets pregnant, it affects all of your relationships. I think a lot of times people think like it's just the addition of a small little person and your life's going to stay the same. So, uh, Michael and Sarah, are you with us? Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're still here. Okay. So thanks for coming on the show. Um, so, Michael, one of your best friends um, is going to have a baby. His girlfriend is pregnant, right? Yep. Okay. So how old are they? Uh, the girl's 20 and my best friend's 21. Okay. Do you think that that's young for being pregnant? Oh, I think that's definitely young. Okay. And how is that impact? Were they going to school or were they working when she got pregnant? Are they married? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. So oh, they plan to get married. Okay. So do you think that this pregnancy was planned or was a convenient way for her to hang on to him? It was definitely not planned, but I don't think it was a convenient way for her to hang on to him necessarily. Okay. So you think it was truly an accident that this was an oops? Yeah. Were they um, using like condoms or birth control or anything? I mean, they have before, but there's just too many. They they always complained on how it wasn't good. He didn't like condoms. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, mean, I mean that's usually usually uh that's not an uncommon story but and then she wasn't taking any birth control it sounds like she said it made her crazy okay so birth control made her crazy okay <laughs> i love Sa- sarah what is the tone in your voice sounds like you think otherwise what are your thoughts on this well i mean i just i don't know so you're, you're kind of along the lines with me. If, if a girl gets pregnant or if a woman gets pregnant, it's hard for that to be an accident? Yeah. I feel like there's just there's so many, 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 many options mm-hmm. that it's, it's a little more than just an oops. 
Okay. Don't you think, though, that societally we're still not quite to that point with all the slashing in, in sex education and and all the lack of resources for people, especially in certain parts of the country, not necessarily in Southern California, where plan B might be illegal for teenagers to get, you know, things like that. Don't you think we're still just not quite? I, like, I take your point. I take all of your guys' point, points, but I just don't think we're quite there. So you're going to just give them the benefit of the doubt? like and To some extent, yeah. yeah. I, I think what I'm saying is, I don't think it's unreasonable to think that there's a significant percentage that that gets pregnant just because they don't have the resources around them that there should be. This is what it's sounding like to me. And I I could be off. But what it's sounding like is that they don't plan ahead in their overall general lives too much. And things got really hot one night. And, you know, they just weren't thinking ahead. And And I agree with that, too. Yeah. And so that's to me, it sounds like, you know, it was like things got going and it was pretty good and but then it's kind of surprising to me that like after the fact once you get out of your sex fogged brain that you're like wow we didn't use anything maybe i should you know go with a plan b or something but okay that's just me that didn't happen there's going to be a baby and that's exciting um do they know what kind of baby they're having a boy or a girl they're having a girl they're having a girl okay all right so um michael i'm really interested how your your friend becoming a father soon at such a young age um how has it affected your relationship with him like what was your relationship like with him before um she got pregnant like what what would you guys do to hang out and have fun Uh, a lot of times it was surfing and fishing usually deep deep sea fishing but he's a full-time worker and he always has been he never went to school uh after high school or anything like that so okay he's always had a full 40 week or more okay okay not, not but, too much change honestly okay not much has changed because the baby's not there yet right okay um and does he think that things will change um when the baby comes oh yeah he knows it'll change significantly he, he definitely knows that are they living together their living situation is kind of weird. They live with her parents during the week, and then they live with his parents on the weekend. Mm-hmm. That is so Almost bizarre. like joint custody. Wow. Joint custody of of, of what? Of who? The parents have <laughs> of the, joint of the custody of the couple. The relationship. <laughs> so they're going to have joint custody of the baby? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Okay. Was this the living situation prior to them getting pregnant? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So this is a little bit of a hybrid. Like, um, your people that... Oh, was she employed before she got pregnant? Yes, yeah. she's employed. Full-time job. Okay. So, like, they're they're just adulting in a different way, basically. They graduated from high school. They decided college is not for me. I'm going to go get a full-time job. They've been holding down full-time jobs for a while and there are couples and they, but it's expensive to live in Southern California. So they decide, okay, we're going to live with my parents um, during the week, one parent during the week. And then the other parents on the weekend, it sounds like their parents don't have a problem with that. Um, I'm kind of amazed they ended up getting pregnant because I'd be afraid to have sex at my parents' home. <laughs> <laughs> That's assuming they did. <laughs> so, so was that working for them? That was going okay. I think it's going okay, but it'll be interesting when the baby comes because I feel like both of their parents want it a certain way and it's not 
it's like their kid, not their parents' kids. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, that sounds like there's some like interesting boundaries. Um, yeah, I, uh, in place because while they're living, they're working like adults and they're having sex like adults. They're living like they're kids. Kids. Yeah. I think I know what happened. I think the parents wanted them to get pregnant, and somehow like this came to fruition because they're already living like this cushion life. What's wrong with putting a baby? Yeah. Wow. Wouldn't that be? Their parents were very happy about it. Oh, wow. I'm sure there were some I liminal right. seeds yeah. planted. Yeah, I think Keep them close. Are they religious? I don't think, I don't know. Uh, I know my best friend's parents used to be huge churchgoers when they were younger, but now it's just like uh, Good Friday, they'll go to Mass, and Christmas, they'll go to Mass, but not much other yeah. than that. I just ask because that throws some very interesting dynamics into something like this. So I guess my thought is if if they're so young and they're pregnant, but they do have incredible support because both of the grandparents are, are on board. Michael, do you think that your relationship will change after the baby comes and how will it change? And are, are you feeling any loss or grief about the impending? Do you, are you having mixed feelings about this baby? Uh, me personally, no, because I know my best friend, he won't like just, you, you know, force this kid on anybody other than them two. And, you know, it's it, like he'll it, it'll be an even thing between friends and his kid and then his family. He'll he'll find a way. I know how he is because he's he's had a lot of stuff through his life, too, where he splits off friends, work and family all together. So I I don't think there would be much change. OK, Sarah, do you feel the same way? No, I think it would be different than that. <laughs> okay. There's the rub. Well, <laughs> okay, there you go. Baby mama lockdown. What's that? <laughs> I think he's going to get put on, like, a baby mama lockdown. <laughs> what, okay, yeah. Explain so, that for us. So what is a baby mama lockdown? Like, a lot of rules about going places, when you can go places, who you can go with, who's going to be here at what time, who's going to change the next diaper, if I'm not going out, you can't go out kind of thing. There's grandma and grandpa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long as grandma and grandpa don't have a problem with it, yeah. that's going to be fine. But I I do think Sarah might have a point about the baby mama lockdown. Uh, that I don't even think it's a baby mama lockdown. I think it's a, just a baby lockdown. <laughs> like, <laughs> my friends who have had kids, it's... Uh, it's literally a 24-hour job. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah. It's yeah. Even with even with support, like uh, most of my friends are have been older when they have kids with grandparents like right there, or that have the the monetary means to like move down and live in the same apartment complex or something like that for a few months, and they are still just 24 hours a day, even with that support. And how many months along is she? Um, I think she is 20 weeks. Okay, so she's halfway there. Have there been any signs that she made suggestions or like, can you not go out tonight because I really need you? Or can you like asking him to change his behavior or do things that he um, wouldn't otherwise do? And she's kind of saying, you know, I need you because I'm pregnant. Has any of that happened? Or things that they wanted to do that they're not able to do or that you, Michael, that you wanted to do with him that you're not able to do because she's pregnant? Oh, yeah. 
so uh, we all like to snowboard together, but uh, yeah, usually it's over like any kind of weekend stuff, especially like Friday and Saturday nights. She's already holding him down, and he'll he won't tell me in a text message. He'll just say that she's tired or we're both tired from work or whatever. But then later, if I see him on like during the day before he goes to her house or anything, he'll tell me the whole truth, and it's like, oh yeah, she didn't want me to go out. Okay, but you just said you didn't think anything was going to change. But it sounds like it's already changing. Yeah. It's changing, but he's done stuff like this with me before where he'll BS me and tell me, oh, yeah, I just didn't want to go out because I was tired or anything, or my mom didn't want me to go out, when in reality he was doing something else or anything like that. I mean, he's done that with me before, and it's not every time he does it, but it's just a different situation because it's his girlfriend telling him not like his mom or work or anything like that okay okay and you think you know he's going to become a dad well he already is a dad but the baby's going to be born and but things will pretty much stay the same and do you think he'll be as relatable i mean becoming a parent can kind of change your life um do you think it'll be harder for you to relate to him or do you how do you feel about that relationship once he becomes a dad a father once the baby is born i guess oh it definitely will be harder for me to relate with him because i mean i've I don't have a kid or anything, or I don't have a kid on the way. So, I mean, I'll do whatever I can to keep up with him and everything with him having the kid. But it's, I think it will be a slight change in, in that situation for sure. Have they suggested that you guys should get married and have a baby? Yes. yes. I told them. They have. Oh yeah. <laughs> I laughed in her face. Why did you laugh in her face? Cause I was like, are you kidding me? Like, that's a joke, right? And she's like, no, it would be fun. And I was like, oh. oh. See, that to me is a, a sign that that they already are feeling uncomfortable about what they've gotten themselves into. Yeah. And, Misery loves company. And they, <laughs> they don't want to be alone in that. Um, or she thinks that... Uh, um, what is it? Birth control makes her crazy. Wait until Wait the till first. She has two- <laughs> <laughs> Wait for the second month. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank you guys for calling in. Yeah. Of course. Thanks for having us. Thank Take you. Care. Okay. Bye. Dun, <laughs> yes. dun, dun. Yeah, you can you see that You guys should coming. have a baby too. Uh, I, I, I want to talk about <laughs> those crazy. grandparents. I want to talk about those grandparents too. Wow. Oh, yeah. I think Doctor Ken hit it on the, on the head there. Yeah, I mean, you guys right? are. Yeah. I mean, you guys are good. I didn't know wow. how good you were, but <laughs> wow. parents trapping you. They to were keep you around. That sounds like yeah. They're like she's the surrogate. Yeah. And so you kind of wonder about their relationship because yeah. now their kids are growing up and now there's all this time that they have together. Well, a baby will really disrupt that. Well, you know, I did think about him and her. They both, he's didn't go to college, but he's worked as, was when you've done that, you're, you, right. you grow yeah. up fast. Yeah. Right. So exactly. maybe there's a certain That's amount true. of maturity he has about the family unit. I know, but yeah. and like that would make up. sense, except they're living with one yeah. set of parents during the week and then another set of parents on the weekend. It does sound like there is a grandparent dynamic a of like totally. grandparents need something else in their life and they've decided the baby is the thing that's going to fill a space. Well, yeah. If it's only one baby and there's two sets of grandparents, you've got a lot of babysitters, you can get away, you can keep surfing and fishing with his buddy, you know, mm-hmm. there's that. 
that helps fill a space. Yeah. But it is kind of weird if that's the only motivation well, for having Well, I wonder child. how old the grandparents are. They because don't sound like they're very old. Right. They have to be younger. They, yeah. I mean, they could potentially even be in their 40s. Right. Yeah. Right? 40s, 50s. Pretty yeah. easily. Yeah. 40s or yeah, 50s. Easily. If that's and just part of their family culture where. Maybe they want another baby. Maybe because my mom well, loves They all certainly her want another baby. Yeah, my mother liked babies. She didn't like having two year olds, but she loved having infants. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? So she passes on to the next one in line, right? After a certain time, because she'd have another baby. Yeah. So we got to see the pattern of, wow, she really likes having an infant around. And her grandkids and great grandkids now, that's her thing. When they're babies, she'll be right there. When they're about two, three years old, then it's your problem. Mm. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? That terrible twos. Bringing it back to, to this call, I think there's no doubt that these two parents, soon to be parents, would be great parents if everything's going well. Yeah. The grandparents on both sides are probably going to be great grandparents. It's when you add all of these dynamics together of living with the grandparents, being young, having money stress, things like that that are just more likely to right. happen when you're that young. And then having to have uh, try to keep these friendships where you're the only one out of everybody that has kids. Right. You know, when you're that yeah. young. And so trying to balance that friendship and trying to explain things to those friends, it's going to be really tough. And the first time he wants to go surfing or fishing, and says, you're not going anywhere. Right. Well, because the baby's sick. Yeah. You know, it's not like she's going to be saying, no, I don't want you to ever have fun again. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be more like the baby baby responsibility. Yeah. 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 And somebody's got to handle it. And, you know, it's not always the mom's responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. They just sound like they're such a cushioned life couple. They do sound like like it. Come on, you have two sets of grandparents, and I guess it's a double-edged sword, right? Because then... They, I mean, they, they own the home that your baby right, is exactly. living in. I mean, they could pull rank at any time. They might be the ones that are going to affect the dynamic down the road. Yeah, what if, wow, what if they go. start making yeah. demands? Like, no, your baby is sick. and You're you not guys, going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, and when are you getting married? And like, <laughs> who knows what they're going to yeah, say? Exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, don't, I don't care how great your finances are or whatever. If you have kids, there's nothing cushion about your life <laughs> because <laughs> right. it stops being about you. Right. It stops being about you. And if it stays about you, it still tees you up for problems with your child because that's not the way it works and that's not the way it should be. So, you know, um, it sounds so doom and gloom and I don't mean to be like, you know, crapping all over this couple. I really do wish them the best. But it also sounds like they got themselves into something without realizing how it's really going to impact their lives. They, they kind of did the math of like, it's a small old person. It shouldn't impact our lives. We both have jobs. We have really supportive parents. And that's kind of the reason there wasn't much rub there. But I think just even in the narrative, like Dr. Har- um, <laughs> Dr. Ken, you picked up, like even in the narrative, like Dr. Ken, you picked up that uh, there are some things coming down the road that aren't going to be anticipated for them. And I right. think that's important for <laughs> young mm. people to hear. They, they think like like your mom, like right. it's going to be just that's a sweet. baby. And that's true. It will be just a baby. But then that will become a person. And those there's so many dynamics, so, so many things. Even now with kids, you think you're going to have this day and you have it all scheduled out. Well, life happens and they have their own agenda. And so... So, you know, um, I think this other thought about just not having safe sex on both sides. Yeah, they well, wanted it. No. The yeah. They had to Well, he it. sounds like he was negotiating that one because he doesn't like the way it feels. Well, and, there's a lot of guys that yeah. don't have sex because they don't like condoms. And a woman will tell them they're taking birth control, but that's a lot of trust right. to put in somebody. Right. 
And so I just have been hearing this more and more about how um, people's lives are disrupted by unanticipated pregnancies and, and really it changes their trajectory, you know, their careers, um, their family's dynamics, uh, you know. So I think it's important to revisit. And it all starts with this idea of, of really not um, using protection and not being thoughtful. I, I, um, I'm so sex, clear. In your sex life. I'm so clear I don't want a baby. And I'm so clear that whoever I have sex with is going to wear a condom. Right. Like, I, it's just so clear to me that this recklessness or this like, oh, it's not going to happen to me. I don't know. I just don't buy it. I think that they're just like, whatever. If it happens, it happens. Like, the door's open, but... Like my doors, it's closed until I say it's open. Well, that begs a an interesting thought. Are pregnancies an accident these days? You know. Uh, well, I do think that there's other parts of the country where they're teaching abstinence right now, right. and that's the only way to not get it. And so when when you're getting fed that stuff your entire life, I don't think you're thinking in uh, the most scientific, rational terms. Mm, we lost true. a Surgeon General who disagreed with that policy yeah. in the government. Right? She she was fired. But I'm telling you, what works better than abstinence would be an app. That the moment you get excited about a baby, it tells you how much this is going to cost <laughs> right. in the next 20 uh, yeah. years yeah. until you're, in a sense, free again, yeah. right? That would be, I that like would, that, app. that would certainly or stop a, a lot. A Here's your expected cost. It'll be like a photo yeah. that turns your face into all yeah. stressed out. Like, this is the haggard look that you're going to have. You, you'll scan your diaries, and then it will remind you how you were at 13 when you, when you came to your parents. And then you're like, no, no, I'll, I'll never do that. I don't want to do that. How much you hated your parents? <laughs> There is technology for yeah. all the things you're talking There's about. So I love that. <laughs> Let's get rich and famous. Okay. Create a future baby Absolutely. app. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Well, we wish that baby and their yeah. family. Yes, all we do. The and the best. grandparents. And when Everyone. it's 20, come on the show. <laughs> we'll do a follow up. <laughs> but for now, that wraps another yeah. segment up of Relationship 911. You can hear us anytime as a podcast for free. Just search iTunes and Relationship 911. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or feel free to email us anytime at relationship911radio at gmail.com. Enjoy your week and enjoy your relationships. Relationship 911 is produced by Danny Lemos Creative. Thanks to engineer Mike Stark and LA Radio Studio in Portugal Village, Los Angeles, California. More information is available at laradiostudio.com.